for tuning in to After Dark with Robin Andrew, which is available on America Out Loud's iHeartRadio channel, along with streaming on Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn Radio, wherever you listen to your podcasts. Please be sure to search for America Out Loud. In addition to that, we're available on AmericaOutloud.news, which has our full archive of shows over at AmericaOutloud.news. Tons of great guests. You guys want to be sure to check that out. Certainly a lot to talk about this week. Uh, We'll start off with this debate between Ron DeSantis and Gavin Newsom that took place last week. Rob and I haven't really had a chance to cover it on the show yet. So we'll get right to it and discuss it. Um, I thought it was an all right night for Ron DeSantis. Obviously, I'm a conservative, so I agreed with what he had to say a lot more than I agreed with Gavin Newsom. Along with that, Gavin Newsom was not impressive. He did not really bring it, that debate. Um, He was just very lackluster and lied time after time. Uh, And to Fox News and Hannity's credit, they showed statistics that proved that Newsom was lying in real time. And uh, the statistics were right. I went back and looked at some of the stuff up myself and the numbers they were using are absolutely correct. So uh, Gavin Newsom basically uh, kind of had a failure of a night. But once again, he went in there with the strategy to try and defend Joe Biden and his policies which is an impossible task, perhaps, for anybody. So he certainly had his work cut out for him against Ron DeSantis. Uh, Ron DeSantis did all right. I don't think it was anything um, spectacular, but he did all right. I thought he won the debate. Um, It got about 4.8 million viewers, uh, which is all right to do on Fox News, certainly more than the Republican debates that we've had up until this point. Uh, President Trump's last town hall, did 2.8 million. So it it surpassed that. But when you look at it compared to other presidential debates, it's really not that impressive. I mean, uh, the first uh, Donald Trump, Hillary Clinton debate got 83 million viewers. The first Joe Biden, Donald Trump debate got 73 million viewers. This one, 4.8 million. I mean, that's not bad. But you look at it and uh, compare that to what Trump has done with a Democrat and uh, it just blows it out of the water. So, uh, Rob, what were your thoughts on the debate between Gavin Newsom and Ron DeSantis? Well, I want to thank all of our listeners for tuning in tonight. And as you said, we haven't had a chance to really go in depth on the debate since it took place. I felt that Ron DeSantis definitely, I was surprised because you and I had said we felt that this was a defining moment for him. And he does seem to be awkward when he's in debates. Now, I have to admit, although I too felt that he won the debate, but starting out, he did seem rather awkward. I don't think he likes confrontation. But once he settles in, he gets his groove, he's on point. And he was on point the way he defended his record and just called out Newsom's record. I was highly impressed with it. And he needed that. He needed it. Republicans needed it. Because Republicans need to be able to point out the stark difference between right and wrong and between lies and the truth. And Gavin Newsom was a complete liar. He is a prototype of Bill Clinton. 
his mannerism, his speech pattern. He doesn't have a strong voice. But his hands, the way he moved his hands, the way he smiled with his chiclet teeth. I would disagree with that. I think Bill Clinton came off as authentic. Gavin Newsom comes off as very phony. When he's especially if you look at like Bill Clinton when he'd go and uh, speak with people one on one, he was very authentic. Uh, Gavin, or at least he came across as authentic. Gavin Newsom comes across as just a straight politician to me. Well, I mean, yeah, when Bill Clinton is speaking one on one, because I've met Bill Clinton and he spoke to me one on one, he makes you seem as if though you were the only person there that he's talking to. I give him that, but Gavin Newsom, I, to me, I just saw Bill Clinton. I saw Bill Clinton on the stage. I saw Bill Clinton, the good old boy. I saw Bill Clinton, the slick willy. And I think he's a Bill Clinton wannabe. And he knows that people love Bill Clinton. And if he's able to drum up that charisma, that's it. And what I find interesting is that despite all the lies that this man was telling, you still have people saying he is possibly the savior for the Democrat Party. And Andrew, that's scary. Because that's let, that lets us know that no matter what Democrats will do, they will put these candidates out there and they will get behind them because they feel as though he has the good looks. His hair, I don't find the guy attractive at all. Maybe Barack Obama finds him attractive. Barack Obama found Beto, uh, what is his name, Beto O'Rourke attractive. He found, what was his name, Poot Buttigieg attractive. And he threw support behind them. He also threw his support behind Kamala Harris before he withdrew the support because of Michelle Obama. But that's a different story for another yeah. day. From, but, from what from what we've heard, he finds a lot of men attractive. But yeah, you know, uh, and, you know and that's okay. <laughs> yeah, but so, uh, so you'd say Gavin Newsom's at least like the Walmart or dollar store version of Bill Clinton. You don't yep. think he's as good as Bill Clinton, correct? No, no, I don't think he's as good as Bill Clinton. No, he it, it just again, I kept seeing him wanting to be Bill Clinton. He wanted to come across as Bill Clinton because women like Bill Clinton. Women also, I hear, like Gavin Newsom. I'm also hearing that Gavin Newsom is a player. I'm also hearing that Gavin Newsom has problems with alcohol. Hey, people that have problems with addiction, they should definitely get help. But we need to know who these people are. We need to know what we're getting into. And because the left wants to sell this guy as being this like top candidate, a man who has destroyed California. And as DeSantis says so eloquently, people are leaving California to go to Florida. No, I've been to California. Did not like, I did not like Los Angeles. It was too far out. San Francisco, the Bay Area, is beautiful. Breathtakingly beautiful. Bodego Bay, the hills, Palo Alto, it is beautiful. Tiburon, it is beautiful. When you cross the Golden Gate Bridge and you start hitting those little small towns, Sausalita, breathtakingly beautiful. Picture perfect, beautiful. The wineries, it's beautiful. But this man has destroyed it along with London Bree, Gavin Gascon. They have destroyed, is it Gavin Gascon? He's a Gascon, I don't know the first name. But they've destroyed California, the infrastructure. Ventura Beach, the Muscle Beach, they've destroyed it with homeless people all over. And as Ron DeSantis said, he put up a, a picture of what was poop. And I remember reading somewhere that there is a map whereby they tell people avoid these areas because there's human excrement on the streets. This is nothing to be proud of. You would think he would run and hide his face. You would think Democrats would not want to put him out there, but they will. You know why? Because he looks good in a suit. He has nice hair. Look at his teeth. 
that are overly white, lay off of the whatever you're doing, lay off of it because it's too much. But see, they like that because they're the party of identity. I'm like, this guy, I mean, I thought, Andrew, that he was going to clean DeSantis up. But even when DeSantis came out and he seemed a bit gun shy and like uncertain and like kind of timid, even with that, he was better than Newsom. And I'm hearing, Andrew, I don't know how true this is, that for at the end of the debate, and Sean Hannity said, hey, guys, we can keep going on and on and on if you want to. And Newsom was the first person to say, oh, yeah, let's do it. And then DeSantis said, OK, you know, we can go on a little while longer. But apparently the wife was like, oh, no, we're getting him off the stage because she knew he had lost. She knew that DeSantis had gotten the best of it. No, I didn't see the breakdown of the commentary from the left wing media. I don't know what they had to say about it. But man. DeSantis took him to the woodshed, and he gave him a beating with the facts. This is the way it is. You have destroyed California, and not only that, your in-laws came to Florida, and they said that you've destroyed it. You can use that for a party, uh, an ad, and run it all day long. But of course, the left-wing media, they won't run the ad because they'll want you to believe that, oh, no, he's good. Yeah, They're so just many- jealous of him. So many things you can fact check this guy on. I mean, when they brought up the absurd gas prices in California, it's up to like almost $6 a gallon in certain parts of California. Where I'm at in Illinois, it's only $3 right now. I mean, that's how much of a difference it is. But uh, he claimed that uh, California has been getting screwed on gas for decades, and their gas has always been a little more expensive, but not to this extent. And he tried to say it's been Republican and Democrat administrations. Well, I believe Arnold Schwarzenegger was the last uh, Republican governor in California. Um, I may be wrong, but he left office in 2006 and gas was about $3 a gallon. Uh, the national average at the time was 281 So, I mean, uh, that's not much more than the national average. And you look at it now, I think it's around 315 in California. This is in the fives. I mean, this guy will just push back and try and lie his way out of anything, much like we've seen out of Joe Biden. Yeah, but why wouldn't he do it? And you're right, Arnold Schwarzenegger was the last Republican mayor, if he was even a Republican. But Gavin Newsom has nothing to lose. He will lie and the the Democrats would prop him up. Look at Beto O'Rourke. Look at how they propped him up. He was an empty suit with nothing behind his name. But they propped him up. Look at how they propped up Rahm Emanuel to be the uh, mayor of Chicago. I mean, they don't care. If they think that these characters look good and that they're going to attract voters, they'll put them out there. And the lies that this guy was telling about the homeless population, about the economy and how they've done all these great things, I'm like, no, you haven't. Like I said, I don't know what the left-wing media, how they rated this. I didn't even bother to look at their commentary. But he was horrible. Yeah, they claim that. Get an art. Go ahead. A lot of the left wing media claim that Newsom wiped the floor with DeSantis, which is just unbelievable to me that they could even try and spin it that way. But I guess when you have no shame, you can just make up anything.
I mean, Andrew, had that been the case, I would have admitted it because I even cautioned everyone. I said, be careful. I hate this debate is going to take place because I don't think that DeSantis is going to do well. Seeing how much the media loves uh, Newsom, but it was just the opposite. I was surprised that he, I don't even want to say he wasn't prepared. He was prepared. He just got hit clobbered with facts. Yeah. This is why the last show I was kind of warning you guys uh, before this debate took place that um, don't fall for all this Trump versus DeSantis rhetoric, right? I mean, we're both Trump guys, Rob and I. But if you look at the candidates left, I mean, I kind of like Vivek, but his chances of being elected are slim to none. Uh, If you take Trump out of the equation and look at who's left, I mean, I'm voting DeSantis all day over Nikki Haley, Chris Christie. Um, Vivek and DeSantis, it would be a tough call. But uh, yeah, it's like I'm trying not to fall for this rhetoric. I'm basing what I see off of DeSantis and Trump, uh, not what DeSantis or Trump supporters are necessarily saying. Uh, That doesn't mean anything to me. But uh, yeah, I'm still sticking with Trump. I'm pretty sure Rob's still sticking with Trump. Uh, But that was a good debate from DeSantis. And uh, like I want to warn people, just don't fall for this rhetoric that, oh, I'm not going to vote for uh, DeSantis if something were to happen for Donald Trump. That would be a disaster. Right. And, And we've said on here before, I am in Trump's corner and I have an issue with the fact that DeSantis is loyalty. I mean, I still stand behind that because he told Trump that he would support him. And it's because of Trump that he is the governor of Florida. You can go back and look at the tapes. When Trump was running in 2020, he even supported Donald Trump. And it's because of Donald Trump that he was able to get over the threshold when he was going against that knucklehead in Florida. And I'm not going to forget that. But as Andrew said, if it's a situation whereby he is a nominee, I will be behind him 100%. And at the same time, I'll be telling him, Do not get into the bed with the swamp. Walk away. Be your own man because they will bring you down. The same thing with Nikki Haley. A loyalty issue because she said that she wouldn't run and then she decided to run. And now we hear that the Koch brothers are backing her. If Trump were to pick her as his vice president, I would be right there with the ticket. Although that issue of loyalty is still there. Now I'm hearing that Trump might consider Ben Carson. I don't know what Ben Carson would bring to the ticket. To me personally, this is just my opinion. I think that would be a mistake because he's he's not bringing anything to the ticket necessarily. So, but you know that that's my opinion. But again, all these Republicans that are saying never Trump, never Trump, never Trump, you're buying into the rhetoric that the left wants you to buy into because you look at their candidates. They should be saying never Biden who has just destroyed our economy. He has pitted us against each other. I mean, and and for what? Why is this happening? And now we've got, we see this whole thing with Newsom, who has been exposed to the world. He was her little darling child, and now we see that (laughs) he's not so invincible, but it doesn't matter. And you know why? Because the media will still package him up and present him and sell him. And you have a lot of women, women who are supposed to be these like, very smart people who can see through things who will fall for it. Let's just be honest. You'll fall for it. You'll say he's good looking. Let's put him in there. He said Bill Clinton was good looking. Again, you've got to look at the background. Is he a skirt chaser? Is he heavy on the bottle? Again, if he has an issue, I wish him well. 
But all of these things we have to take into consideration because if it were a Republican, the media would tell us, we need to look at this because there is an issue with substance abuse. We just have to be honest and we have to call it out the way it is. And right now, what I see, they're going to definitely try to push Newsom and even push him, Andrew, over Kamala Harris. I mean, they're more so into him. And you see how they're doing it so subtly? They're pretending as though she doesn't exist, so they keep bringing up his name so that people will forget about her. But if wow. I were her, I would make up holy hell and say, oh, no, you're not going to bypass me. Uh-uh. <laughs> That's racism. <laughs> yeah. If that debate was any kind of test, I would say Newsom failed. Um, yeah, if he did. That's he what, royally. If, right. If that's what they were uh, thinking, maybe they're rethinking that at this point. Uh, if you're looking for better sleep, focus, and energy, check out Healthy Cell, the leading innovator of nutritional supplements for cell health. Healthy cell vitamins work at the cellular level to boost immune health, sleep better, focus deeper, and stay younger longer. Absorb a healthier lifestyle with Healthy Cell's pill-free vitamins. You can find Healthy Cell link if you head over to americaoutloud.shop and use the code OUTLOUD at checkout to save money. We'll be back with more After Dark with Robin Andrews. These days, every time you turn on the news, it seems like there's a new threat to your health. Maintaining a strong immune system has never been more critical. Advanced nutrition company, Healthy Cell created Immune Super Boost to help you strengthen your immunity. Unlike other supplements that don't work, Immune Super Boost is not a pill. It's a gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed nutrients proven to support immunity, like vitamin C, D3, zinc, elderberry, and echinacea. These physician-formulated gels come in a small gel pack. Tear off the top and shoot it down, or mix it in water. Boost your immunity. Go to HealthyCell.com and use limited time code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Risk-free. Love it or your money back. Guaranteed. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD. In 2008, people could spend an average of 12 seconds on a task without becoming distracted. Five years later, it was only eight seconds. The digital age is narrowing our attention span. Trouble concentrating or recalling information is frustrating, embarrassing, and kills productivity. Advanced nutrition company, Healthy Cell, created Focus and Recall to boost your brain power. And unlike other supplements that don't work, Focus and Recall is not a pill. It's a patent-pending gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed ingredients to help you immediately sharpen focus, concentrate longer, and strengthen recall. These physician-formulated gels come in a small gel pack. Tear off the top, shoot it down. Thousands of five-star reviews proves it works. Supercharge your brain and see the difference. Go to HealthyCell.com and use limited time code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Risk-free. Love it or your money back. Guaranteed. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD. I'm so confused. I don't know what to do. I'm afraid of going to the hospital. My doctor tells me nutrition doesn't work. Trust is earned. We are the Energetic Health Institute, and we want to earn your trust. Natural medicine, holistic nutrition, detoxification, fasting, cellular healing, and so much more. Remember, the best way to be free is to be healthy. So stop being a patient and start being a student at energetichealthinstitute.org. 
We're back here on After Dark with Rob and Andrew and just continuing our discussion on the uh, Ron DeSantis and Gavin Newsom debate. We uh, both thought that Ron DeSantis came on on top, did a pretty good job. Uh, personally, I, I don't think it's going to move the needle a whole lot for Ron DeSantis. I think uh, President Trump is still firmly in the lead and that will still be the case uh, after this debate. Do you think it'll move the needle, Rob? I'm glad you asked that question. I don't think it's going to move the needle. I think a lot of people want it to move the needle, want it to move the needle, especially the establishment because they're in for Ron. I get it. I understand you guys want him. He's your boy. But I think what Republican Repu- what Republicans fail to realize is that when the party, the people that are going to go to the polls and vote are saying, we want this candidate. And when you have the party establishment saying, well, he could win a primary, but can he win the general? Then you need to get behind him and help him win the general. Because if he gets the nomination, despite all these court cases that are all fabricated, and see, that's another thing, Andrew, that Republicans don't do a good job at. They know what's happening is wrong. They know it. All these court cases are wrong. Any legal scholar who's gone to law school will look at this and say, this is wrong. What are we doing here? We're destroying our own democracy. And you know what else, Andrew? You know who else knows it? The rest of the world knows it. The people outside of the United States, they're even looking at it and they know this wrong. But you got people who will argue with you on social media and tell you, oh no, Trump's going to jail. Oh, I can't wait to see him in jail. And it's like, but people overseas are looking at this. They know the law better than you know the law. And they're even saying, this is a miscarriage of justice. This is absurd. And if this happens, the world is going to collapse. You got Biden going after his political opponent because Biden knows he can't win. He's not going to talk about the issue. He's not going to talk about his successes. He's not going to talk about any of that because he knows there are not. And when you hear KPG, the White House press secretary, who's a diversity hire, who's one of the worst, the worst press secretaries in history. She's a black woman, she's a lesbian, and she's a failure. She is the worst. And I want history to report it. And you know what? History's going to report it. You know how I know? Because I'm talking about it. So when people look her up, and when they see all the other stories that are like saying, oh, she's so great, they will be able to find After Dark with Robin Andrew with me saying she is the worst. She should have never been put in that position. They should have let Jen Psaki, who's always, I'll get back to you, I'll get back, I'll, I'll circle back with you. And where's Jen Psaki now? Oh, well, she's conveniently on fake news, PMS, NBC, spinning the lies for Biden. You see how they've done this? And the American people don't even see it. How they've moved these people out of the White House and to the public square to continue the narrative, continue the indoctrination that he's doing a good job. But Andrew, he's not doing a good job. And you know what else? The other day, I don't know if you guys saw this. Did you see the hearings on the Hill whereby you had Michael Schellenberg and Matt Matt is it Matt Taibbi, who got who had gotten access to Twitter thanks to Elon Musk, who's trying to save free speech. I don't agree with everything that Elon Musk is doing. I don't agree with him not letting me back on Twitter, but I've moved on beyond that. But they testified again, saying how the government, our government, was pressuring big tech to censor information 
that was critical to the American people so that they could make an informed decision. Our government was pressuring them because the government can't do it, but they went out to the third party and put pressure on them. And because they were so afraid, Twitter at the time and Facebook caved in, as well as so many other uh, social media applications like Google caved in. They see the information. They see the, 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 the emails that they were reaching out to them saying, don't put this out there, censor this, hide this, don't do this, and don't do that. While Trump was in office, the Democratic apparatus, and remember, folks, I've told you this before, although Trump was in office, that you have career politicians who were placed there by Barack Obama, silver servants, and Bill Clinton that are still there working. They have not retired. So they were able to control the apparatus. They were able to control what was going in and out, regardless of Trump being into office. And that's something that people have to understand. So when they say, oh, and it was happening under Trump also, exactly, uh, absolutely was happening under Trump. But the people who were doing it were silver servants hired by or who were hired during the Obama administration during his eight years. And there are some that are still there during the Clinton years who have not retired because they like to work. And you can't retire them out if they want to keep working. But this has been all exposed. And then you have a Democrat freshman, Dan Goldberg, who's going to, Goldman, who's going to come out and say, oh, no, the Russia just the, the uh, Hunter Biden laptop was Russia disinformation. And the FBI has since come out and said that, no, it was the truth. But he's going to lie and say, oh, no, because Giuliani could have altered that information or Russia. They should kick him out of Congress the same way they voted to kick out George Santos. What do you say, Andrew? Yeah, you nailed it, Rob. And what we're seeing is President Trump has got this commanding lead. And I really don't see uh, Ron DeSantis covering much ground. It's going to be interesting to see if Joe Biden um the polls any better than he has been lately i see it like the odds still trump has a significant lead uh in this upcoming election which i'm uh very excited about but trying not to get too optimistic because if you remember president trump was still down uh by a lot uh before the last election he was down a lot andrew and again the democrats will do any and everything to try and stop him because they cannot defeat him on the issues, because they can't bring up Biden's record, they're going to definitely run on Trump is a bad person. Trump is going to destroy democracy. Trump is evil. Trump is Hitler. He's going to put all of his uh, adversaries in jail. But who's doing that right now? Joe Biden. Joe Biden is doing it. He's trying to put Trump in jail. The FBI is going after all Republicans that they don't like. Well, they're also going after uh, Democrats. Look at Eric Adams. Look at Bob Menendez. Look at the Cuomo. They're going to try to go after him again with another sexual harassment suit. But Andrew, just going back to what I'd mentioned about George Santos and how <laughs> it's, it's a joke. They yeah. voted to expel him from Congress. And then you have Fetterman, who comes out and says, this makes no sense. Why are we going to kick him out and we're going to leave him Bob Menendez? There are other people who have done a whole lot worse. Why not just let the voters decide? As I mentioned, look at Dan Goldman. They should kick him out for constantly lying. Why haven't they voted to kick him out? Why are they so 
fixed on kicking out George Santos. And actually, we should let our, our audience know that we're reaching out to him. We're going to try to get him on the show. I don't like what he did. It's not my business, but the people should decide. And because he was voting the way true Republicans should vote, why get rid of him? Why diminish? Why diminish your presence on the Hill? Why diminish your vote? And put it to a, a, a razor-thin vote by getting rid of him, knowing that now Kathy Hochul, the corrupt governor of New York City, who's been awarding all these contracts to her husband's friends, has got to call a special election, and they'll probably give it up to a Democrat. Why would you do that? I mean, Andrew, does that even make sense? You got that right. These Republicans are clueless. Even people like Nancy Mace tweeted about how stupid this was of Republicans. Before a conviction, they expelled George Santos. And what was the rush? I mean, this is just a big black eye for the Republican Party that they expelled George Santos while they've got an anti-Semite Hamas sympathizer, Rashida Tlaib, on the floor. They've got a felon or what should be a felon, Jamal Bowman, still on the floor. Um, none of these Democrats are being held accountable. I mean, you've got Swalwell, who slept with a Chinese spy. You've got Adam Schiff, <laughs> who lied about Russia collusion for months on end. Uh, but we're not seeing any of them ever being held accountable or impeached. In fact, we see the Republicans uh, refuse to even punish them like we recently saw uh, with Adam Schiff, where they wouldn't find him. I mean, it's absolutely ridiculous how we constantly see Republicans uh, being held accountable, but rarely Democrats. And they'll bring up, oh, look at Al Sharpen. But you look at uh, that situation, they had no choice. It was right in the middle of the Me Too era. So uh, Democrats had no choice but to act on that. You're right. They wouldn't get rid of Jamal Bowman, who committed an offense. We saw it on tape. Al Franken, sorry. Well, but, but even Jamal Bowman, what he did, they did not get rid of it. And Santos even called it out. He said, you're going to get rid of me. You're going after me. I want to put forth a resolution that we go after him. And Republicans look the other way. We always step on ourselves. And it doesn't help us out. We want to be the true party. We want to show that we, we have relevance. We want to show that you know, we have moral values. And that's the reason why some are saying, let's support Nikki Haley. But it's okay to say that. It's okay to do it. But just realize the Democrats aren't playing it that way. The Democrats are not playing it that way. And they won't play it that way. And they never will play it that way. They want you to do it. But they're going to continue to be rogue. They're going to continue to be malicious. And they will keep continue laughing because they know the Republicans have not figured it out. They know the Republicans still don't get it. Look at, again, just look at the debate. Look at how they're still saying that this guy, Newsom, is going to save the Democrat Party. And if he were to run, they will forget everything about it. They'll forget the fact that he destroyed California. They won't say anything about it. And they'll make him out to be this like saint, like, oh, he's going to save us. Let's just, Republic, Democrats fail up as opposed to failing down. They give them all these positions, no matter what they've done, they haven't done anything, but they will give them all these positions. But then Republicans want to play, like hold their parties to a different standard. Oh, we got to make certain that you, you cross all the T's. They don't care. 
Democrats don't care, but they know that you're going to do it. And they're laughing at you. Look at how they all jumped on board to get rid of Santos. Oh, yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. It's always the same suspects that let us down, too. Time and time again, they're always the same ones, like Ken Buck, who vote with the Democrats. I mean, these people are worthless, and they don't even do us any good. You've got George Santos, who uh, voted with uh, the Republicans the right way the majority of the time, and all of a sudden he's expelled. Just like that. I mean, it's basically doing the Democrats bidding for them. And see, that's what's so sad, Andrew, because as I said, he voted all the time the way Republicans should vote. But you have Republicans who will not do it. They look the other way. And it begs the question, what are you guys waiting for? Who who are you looking at? And this is so evident when you look at the debate that took place between DeSantis and Newsom. And you look at how they're portraying it. Newsom was a complete failure. But Republicans, I mean, Democrats, they don't care. They don't care. They will still keep him out there. They will still say he is the best thing since sliced bread. And if Republicans aren't careful, they will start saying the exact same thing. Now, Andrew, we see that they're looking at impeachment of Biden. I don't know if they're going to be successful. And as I have always said, it doesn't matter if they don't have the votes in the Senate. They should still move forward with it. Let's be honest. We know they won't be successful. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) these guys, the next time that they do something that I want to happen, it'll be the first time in a long time. Because some of them, right, right. Because some of them will probably say, oh, no, let's do it. Don't do it. And this will be their, this will, this will be their reasoning. Because if we do it to them, they're going to do it to us. They're already doing it to you. They're, look at what they did to Donald Trump. If, let's say, and I hope this doesn't, this isn't the case, Donald Trump doesn't get the nomination and uh, Nikki Haley or DeSantis becomes the next president. Don't you think they're going to try and impeach them? Absolutely, because now impeachment is just the name of the game. They'll sit there and tell you, oh, we shouldn't use this. This is We're using this as a weapon, and we shouldn't do it. But they will do it every time, and they will not stumble. They will put it out there. Look at what they impeached Trump how many times? They don't care. They do not care. But they know that Republicans won't do it because Republicans don't know how to fight. And Donald Trump has been trying to show you and teach you how to fight. And that is a reason why, Andrew, I like George Santos, because the man knew how to fight. Despite all of his faults, he knew how to fight. And I got to say, Andrew, we got to give it to Fetterman. I don't agree with anything that the man says. But he was on point. Why are we going after him when we have other members that we should be going after? And this is a Democrat. Say, what about Bob Menendez? Yeah, even until the end, uh, George Santos was putting up a fight. I mean, he didn't just step down from these allegations. And I don't give a crap who he subscribes to on OnlyFans or um, if he wore drag once upon a time. I mean, the guy voted the right way. That's what we need. I don't care either because I'm sure that there are a lot of other Republicans who are doing things that they shouldn't be doing. And and I take that back. I'm not going to say doing things that they shouldn't be doing. They might be doing things that I don't care for because to each his own. Okay. But Santos voted the way we wanted him to vote. And all they should have done is just said, hey, okay, we're going to censor him, but we'll let the people decide. And if they don't want him, then they'll vote him out. 
but we need to keep him here. Even Brian Donald said, we shouldn't be doing this. This makes absolutely no sense. But they don't get it. you got some Republicans who don't get it. And then when they don't have the vote, then they'll go around shaking their heads and say, oh, well, we thought we had it and this and that. Yeah, but you just killed yourself because you kicked out the person who was going to help you, who was going to support you. You kicked them out. And this is how Republicans behave. Again, <laughs> that after that debate last week between Ron DeSantis and Newsom, hands down, DeSantis won, and I had my reservations, Andrew. You know I had my reservations. But with the truth being put out there, and still the Democrats are looking the other way. They will protect him. They want him there. He will be their party favorite. They will overlook Kamala because they don't like her. They know that she's not a good politician. They will completely overlook her for this man who has destroyed one of our largest states. And what happens in California, they want to bring it to all the other states. We've got to wake up and be aware, Andrew. Yeah, you got that right. You guys are tuned into After Dark with Robin Andrew, which is available on America Out Loud's iHeartRadio channel Monday through Friday at 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Central, or 6 p.m. on the West Coast. We'll be back with more After Dark with Robin Andrew. World-class care from doctors you can trust, all from the comfort of your home. That is One Wellness. Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at The Wellness Company launched the One Wellness membership to provide free monthly supplements and unlimited telemedicine access with doctors that share your values. The Wellness Company's chief medical board designed every supplement and medical protocol with your health in mind. From groundbreaking supplements like the Spike Support Formula to unique care like Freedom from Big Pharma. Join a healthcare system that puts your health and well-being above the interest of Big Pharma's bottom line. It's the way healthcare should be, with a company that shares your values. Go to OutLoudCare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first month of One Wellness. This is Jody O'Malley with Nurses Out Loud. Did you know our body is made up of trillions of cells and inside each cell, redox signaling molecules are produced. These molecules hold a sacred place in chemistry because as we age, the vital communication of our immune system to keep our bodies free from harmful bacteria, viruses, and toxins become less efficient. For the first time ever, ASEA brings you the power of these molecules in a convenient and potent form to provide your body with the essential support it needs to thrive. Ever since I toured their facility, I take two ounces in the morning and evening, and my vitality and energy has been restored at a time I needed it the most. Go to americaoutloud.shop and get your exclusive 15% discount by using the code OUTLOUD. The Natural Colon Cleanse. It's the ultimate digestive tune-up with Oxy Powder. It's crafted to alleviate the discomfort of gas, bloating, and occasional constipation. There's a reason why Oxy Powder is our number one seller. It worked. Go to americaoutloud.shop and get 15% off using the code OUTLOUD. Global healing, giving you the power to take control of your health naturally. 
back here on After Dark with Robin and Andrew for the final half of the show. And uh, we're going to start off talking about uh, Chris Cuomo's recent change of heart. But let's look back in time just a few years ago when Chris Cuomo was on fake news CNN. And it seemed like he was one of uh, America's darling news acres, according to the left-wing media. I mean, it looked like he was uh, on top of the world. He did all the hurricane reports. He would uh, be in the studio during the presidential elections. I mean, he had a career going there at CNN, obviously uh, not one that we enjoyed, but nonetheless, uh, it was successful from a mainstream media point of view. At that same time, his brother was governor of New York uh, during the pandemic, and he was being lauded as some savior uh, for what he had done, even though we know that he'd killed all those old people uh, in the nursing homes. Now, fast forward just a few years later, and both Cuomo brothers are fired and disgraced, basically. A lot of baggage along the way, a lot of hard feelings with the mainstream media. And you've got Chris Cuomo, who's trying to come crawling to President Trump to get him on his uh, TV show. I'm not sure how many uh, homes that is even available and I mean, I've seen it advertised on YouTube. I've never seen it on my uh, Hulu or whatever when I'm flicking through the channels. But nonetheless, uh, he's coming out now and saying that he would not be totally against uh, voting for Donald Trump, basically. Uh, and that if Trump were elected, it wouldn't be the end of the world. And that uh, we saw what happened the first time and it wasn't that bad. He says he has reservations because Trump has came after his family. But uh, nonetheless, it sounds like he's trying to get a fresh start with Donald Trump. Uh, to me, this just sounds like he is just desperate for ratings, Rob. Uh, Chris Cuomo and Andrew Cuomo, it's going to be interesting to see where they go from here. Yeah, he's, he's trying to get uh, Trump on the show that he could increase his ratings. It's called News One. And I've looked at it. I've turned over, you know, channel surfing just to see what they're about. And I got to say, it's interesting. Uh, he is definitely gone back to his roots, trying to give, uh, you know, try to trying to be a real journalist now. But it's just not going to cut it. But we also got to admit or uh, realize that what's her name? Rona McDaniel is giving them a huge opportunity with the next Republican debate is going to be on News 1. Not that anyone's going to watch it because so far the ratings have been extremely low. But uh, he's trying to, you know, make these comments that, you know, it's not going to be bad with Trump. We survived. It will live. It's not going to be the end of the world because he wants to make good with Trump because he wants Trump on his show. And we know Donald Trump, one of the most forgiving human beings out there. And that's the reason why I shake my head when I hear people like Joe Scarborough and Mika Brzezinski. And we know that he's been, you know, whipped. Uh, Joe Scarborough by Mika, who left her husband to be with uh, Joe Scarborough. Uh, they're saying that, oh, my God, if he's there, it's going to democracy is going to end. This man is evil. And he's like this. And the only reason why they're saying is because Trump would not let them in their inner circle. And, and that's something else about Trump. He realized that, you know, I can't do this, guys, because I'm trying to run the country. You guys can't just be coming in and out of the White House like you own it. So they didn't like that. They got mad. And they're like, oh, no, well, if you're going to do us like that, we're going to talk about you. And ever since then, from 2016 up until now, they've been going after Trump. They don't like him. 
Now, truth be told, if Trump would have called them up and say, can I come on? They would welcome him on the show, as would so many others. Look at what Chris Cuomo was doing now. He's trying to make nice, hoping that Trump will come on his show. I mean, this is how these people operate. And Trump called this out in 2016. Trump knows what's happening. And knowing Trump, he might, you know, appear on the show. I wouldn't do it. But that's just the kind of person that Trump is. So when I saw Chris making those comments that, oh, it's not going to be that bad, I'm like, dude, come on. You just want him on your show for the ratings. Because wherever Trump goes, that's where the ratings will go. And when I hear these candidates saying, oh, Trump should come out here and he should debate us, no, Trump should not debate you. Why should he? And I'm glad Trump has stood by that. At one point, before they even got these debates started, Andrew, I thought that, and, that uh, Trump might acquiesce and go ahead and debate. But so far, he's like, nope, I'm not going to do it. And he shouldn't. So I'm glad he did take the advice of individuals who are saying, don't debate. You don't need to debate. Let them debate. We already know what you can do. We already know your record. And that record is that when he was in office, unemployment was low. Black unemployment, unemployment was low. Opportunity zones for blacks. Yeah. We're not seeing Trump debate right now, but an interesting thing that I don't think we've talked about before, but are uh, him and Biden going to debate? I mean, I'd like to see them debate. I certainly think that would be good for Trump. I don't know. I believe Biden refused the last debate last time, so... Uh, I don't know if Biden would even be willing to debate him again. Nope, they're not going to debate. They're not going to debate. And the media will defend it. The media will say he shouldn't debate because Trump has been indicted on all these charges. And that's the reason why Republicans should go ahead and impeach Biden. So they can level this playing field and say, so what? He's been impeached. You've got to take away victory for them. You've got to take away their talking points. And the best way to do it it's by Republic, Republicans going after him and saying, nope, this is what we're going to do. You're saying all this? Well, we're going to go ahead and impeach you. And I don't want to hear this. Well, no, we can't do it. The country can't. The country's not ready for it. What do you mean? The country went through two fake impeachments under Nancy Pelosi. And we survived. We survived. After they told us that we would not survive, we survived. Two fake impeachments. Two lies set up on us. By this, by the Republican, by the Democrat Party, we survived. Yeah, you're so right. when I hear that, I'm like, no, this is wrong. We will survive. Yeah, you're right. Listening to you, I collected my thoughts on uh, if they're going to debate, and I think you're absolutely right. Uh, the Democrats are going to do everything once again to hide Joe Biden and all his deficiencies. They're not going to let President Trump get up on a stage and call him out call out uh, Hunter Biden and his business dealings again. Uh, they were going to try and keep President Trump quiet as much as possible, uh, unless if they try and use him for ratings at certain times. But when it comes to Biden, yeah, his handlers just are not going to let him get on that debate stage with Trump. Oh, no, absolutely, because it'll be the same way that DeSantis did with Newsom. And if they do, they need to make certain that they get the right person to moderate the debate. And we don't need an audience. I don't like these debates with an audience. Why do we need an audience there? We don't need an audience. We don't need anybody clapping and taking over. No, we don't need any of that. Just let the two go at it. But they're not going to do it. And you know what else? The media. The propaganda arm of the Democrat Party, the media that I said that should be shut down, I will say it again. I will say it on every show. It needs to be shut down. CNN, MSNBC, Washington Post, the New York Times, the Los Angeles Times, 
Vanity Fair, Forbes, they should all be shut down, okay? Because they're propaganda arms of the media. And some of you may say, well, yeah, but we're shutting down free speech. No, we're not. They have become dangerous. When you become propaganda arms, when you are working with a political party, you need to be shut down. You need to be called out. Now, some people will say, well, let the people decide. The people don't have to buy them. Right. But they're being zoned in and tuned in and almost like forced in our ears on a daily basis. You go to the airports. CNN used to be there all the time, but I think they've gotten rid of them. And if they're going to do it, then they need to pay a fee. And there should be a disclaimer that this is fake news, that this is not real news. Okay. At the very least, they need to be investigated before being shut down because it's obvious they're a propaganda arm for the Democrat Party. That is not real news. And they're trying to pass it off like it's unbiased journalism when I believe they're getting all their talking points directly from the Democrat Party. Well, Andrew, they've already been investigated on the Hill. Look at those two reporters that I mentioned, Mike Taibbi and Michael Schlesenberg. They have come out and they have said that they have been working. The media has been working with the Democrat Party. But then you have the media again saying that this is a lie. You can't believe it. And we see this, them working with them. They have to be shut down. They have to be shut down. I'm sorry, they have to be shut down. Or they should have a disclaimer each and every time they come out, they should have a disclaimer that this is either pop news, it's not based in reality, it's based upon our opinion. Those people will say, well, people, they should have the intelligence to be able to decipher it. No, unfortunately, they don't. And the reason why they don't, because they become so ingrained. And Andrew, you got to also remember that look at what's happening in California, that they're now going to require kids to take a class and deciphering misinformation. Who's going to teach that class? Democrats. Now, how, what, how is it that they're going to say or be able to label what is and what isn't? Now, remember, the Biden administration tried to do this. They tried to do it to have a, what was it, a, a, a misinformation czar who's going to go about, I guess, and decide what is and what isn't. And because that was shut down, now they're going to try to put it in our schools. And they're going to be successful. So in my opinion, it needs to be shut down. They should not allow this. And that's one of the reasons why I think a lot of people are against the Department of Education, because they allow this. And the educational system should be free of any politics. It should be free. They should not be taking sides. But we see that it's anything but that. We should be able to take our taxpayer dollars and we should be able to go to a private school or a charter school, or a charter school. This should not be happening. This should not be happening to us in this country. Should not be happening. It is very dangerous. It is extremely dangerous. It is, it is extremely dangerous. But yet and still, this is where we are. Yet and still, this is what's happening. And that is the reason why it has to be shut down. It has to be shut down. Because if, if it's not, we won't win. We won't win. We have no other. We we can't get beyond any of this. These people have become so dangerous in every aspect of life that it has to be shut down. That is the only way we can save the country. And Trump got it right when he said that the media is the enemy of the people. They don't like it. A lot of people said, I remember what was the guy's name on Fox News? Uh, Oh, gosh, I see him right now. He really took issue with it. 
and saying, oh, no, you shouldn't say this. And how can you dare say that uh, we are uh, fake news? And he like and Trump, we're, we're not holding your water. We've got to do our own thing. And I'm thinking, why is he even responding? Why is he even coming out saying anything about it? Because he knew what Trump was saying was right. And when that happens, these guys want to defend. They will try to defend their own. As if what they're saying is so truthful. And it isn't. It isn't truthful. And that's what we have to be careful of. Neil Cavuto, that was his name, Neil Cavuto. He took issue with it. I'm like, really, Neil? Really? All I know, Neil probably likes Gavin Newsom. We don't have enough conservative outlets that will stand up to these individuals, will stand up to this propaganda arm, will stand up to these people who have basically taken, taken control of the media and using it for the Democrat Party, Andrew. They're using it for the party. And if we don't get this under control, we will not win. We won't win an election because I guarantee you they're going to try to pull the exact same thing coming this coming up election. I mean, we see it right now with them trying to keep Trump all tied up in, uh, in court. So we need to start looking at this, Republicans. We need to start looking at it now and saying, what are we going to do? How are we going to counter this? How are we going to counter what they're doing? And you look at the Koch, the Koch brothers, and I've always said this. There are a lot of deep pocket conservatives that are there who could definitely put their money behind a candidate and help that candidate win. But they won't do it. Republicans, Democrats do it all the time. I mean, you look at Fetterman. That is a reason why some of these people that you look at, and you're like, how did they win? I look at some of the freshman Democrats on the Hill right now. Well, they had people like George Soros to put all of their money behind them and say, okay, we're going to support this candidate. And then no one else can go in. No one else is able to say anything because they put all of their money behind them. If Republicans were to do the exact same thing except shooting themselves in the foot we would win and we would have candidates who could go there and go the distance, but they won't do it. And it's really unfortunate. We're coming up on another election. And I'm looking at this, I'm like, there are so many good candidates that are there, but they need the money. They need the money. And it only takes one person to say, okay, we're just going to run all these campaigns. And Andrew, that's all it takes. If you are a bad candidate, but if you have someone who is going to bankroll you, I mean, just completely go out and saturate the news outlet with your stories, you're a shoe-in. You're going to win. But we don't have that because you have these party establishments within the party who refuse to do it. They're too, they're too busy going at the establishment Republicans. Oh, no, we want this Republican. And those Republicans will do the same thing. It's the same thing over and over again. Nothing new. It's time to shake the party up, which is what Trump was doing, which is what he did. He shook the party up and said, this is the direction we need to go in. 
as opposed to doing the same thing over and over again. We need to fight. And if Trump gets it this time, we need to be prepared to fight. Whoever gets it, they must be prepared to fight. They must be prepared to go out there and say, look, it's time for a major change. Because if we don't, we will never win again. We've got to go against the George Soros's of the world. There is money out there that could counter him. Elon Musk cannot do everything. He helped us out with free speech. Now, what else are we going to do? It's time for us to stand up. Or else we're going to keep getting candidates like, what's his name? Uh, Newsom. Who we know destroyed a, a governor who destroyed a state. But Democrats refuse to call him out. They want to reward him. And sure enough, he will walk right back in, right back into office. Like, remember, Andrew, they tried to kick him out. They tried to kick this guy out, not once, but twice. And he's still there. So just imagine if he were to run for the presidency. He would get it because no one is going to stand up and say, wait a minute, this guy has destroyed California. Why would we put him back in? So we've got to be aware of this and aware that Democrats will fight dirty all day long. They do not care. And the only way we can counter that is standing together and getting a strong Democrat with deep Republican rather with deep pockets to go after them. That's the only way, Andrew. Yeah, that's the only way. We're all out of time. Thank you for joining us on After Dark with Rob and Andrew on America Out Loud, which is available on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, Pandora, or wherever you stream, or go to americaoutloud.news. We'll see you guys next time. And remember, stand for something or fall for nothing. <laughs>